Hello, and welcome back to Luxi, a podcast to reignite your wonder by exploring the science behind luxury items. So we're a little off schedule since we took a break last week to take a little vacation, and I decided to do a little mini episode in the meantime. I really wanted to talk about the science behind tattoos, and Demos and I had a divergence of opinion about whether tattoos were a luxury item or not. I like to go with the rather expansive view of what a luxury item is, and I will definitely put tattoos into the art category. And since we're talking about the science of art, I thought it would be really interesting to do a little mini episode. So as a background, tattoos have been used as a form of body modification for thousands of years. The oldest tattooed mummy is Utsi, dating back to 3250 BCE. The oldest figurative tattoos were discovered on two mummies from Egypt, which dated between 3351 and 3017 BCE. Ancient tattooing was most widely practiced among the Austronesian people of Taiwan and South China and then in the Indo-Pacific. The word tattoo comes to English from the Samoan word tatawa, which means to strike, which is from the Proto-Oceanic word sao, that refers to the wing bone of a flying fox that was used as an instrument for the tattoo process. This is not to be confused with the British word tattoo, which is a military drumbeat of performance, and that word is derived from the Dutch word tap-toe. So how do tattoos work? Contrary to what I thought, the ink is not injected into your skin. Instead, the needle functions more like the tip of a pen, with the ink flowing off the tip and into the hole that the needle makes. Capillary action then draws the ink down into the dermis. Capillary action is the movement of water within spaces of porous material due to the forces of adhesion, cohesion, and surface tension or, more simply, the process of liquid flowing into a narrow space without the assistance of, or even in opposition to, external forces like gravity. So, why does a tattoo last? The common wisdom has been that it stains your skin, Um, and I read an article in Popular Science about this, which I thought was really fascinating. So, this article references research published in 2018 by Sandrine Henri and Bernard Malassin of the Centre d'Emulologie de Marseille-Lumni in the Journal of Experimental Medicine. And it helped to shed a light on how to tattoos endure in the skin. So these researchers did not set out to look at tattoos. They were researching how the natural occurring pigment in black mice interacts with the macrophages in those mice. As a reminder, macrophages are sort of akin to your immune system's vacuum cells. More scientifically, macrophages are white blood cells that surround and kill microorganisms, remove dead cells, and stimulate the action of other immune cells. They eat foreign matter in your body. They're part of your innate immune system, which is the nonspecific portion of the immune system that is first activated by foreign invaders. Dr. Henri and Dr. Melissa found that the mice macrophages would eat the dark pigment of the black mouse cells when when the cells that created the pigment died. They then wondered if the macrophages would do this with tattoo ink as well, since they seemed to have an appetite for pigments. They used mice where you could deplete or kill off the macrophages. They tattooed those mice 
depleted the macrophages and found that the tattoo persisted and eventually new macrophages would arrive to re-ingest the ink. So what their experiments led to is a theory that tattoo permanence is actually due to lasting macrophage turnover. When one macrophage dies and releases the dye, it's taken up by another macrophage. Now this would have interesting implications in tattoo fading because uh, the prevailing theory has been that sun bleaching is the reason that tattoos fade over time, which would be okay, except a lot of people have tattoos in places that don't see a lot of sun. So this theory posits that every time there's a new round of macrophages that die and release the pigment, the dye from the tattoo, the new macrophages don't re-ingest all of it. So you get a little bit of fading over time. Now, while human macrophages do not turn over quite as quickly as mouse macrophages, there is still some turnover there. Additionally, in a study published in the Journal of Dermatology in 2023 by Marius Krogot et al., carbon black ink pigment was found in macrophages, mast cells, fibroblasts in the dermis of the skin, and in keratinocytes, dendritic cells, and basal cells in the epidermis, which is a continuously renewed layer of the skin. This was even found in tattoos that were nine years old. This suggests that there would be several cell types involved in tattoo recycling. Bonus info from this paper is that tattoo skin showed collagen one structures that were high in higher directionality with greater firmness and firmness and decreased elasticity, aka like aka like scar tissue. So given that tattoos permanence might be due to a consistent renewal over time of the cells that retain the pigment as they die and new cells re-ingest that pigment, thinking that it's still a foreign invader, how does then tattoo removal work? So for laser tattoo removal, fundamentally, the laser breaks down the tattoo ink particles into smaller and smaller pieces so that the immune system can remove them from the body rather than having them permanently ingested by cell. But due to the re-ingestion that we've just talked about, this takes multiple treatments to accomplish. In order to break up the ink particles, the ink must be heated quickly before it can cool. This means that the pulse durations of the laser needed need to be short with high heat. And this is usually done with nanosecond or picosecond lasers. This has the advantage of not damaging the skin too much, as we talked about in our episode on spray paint, when we discussed the femtolaser removal process of spray paint from monuments. Similar concept. But what if you don't want laser removal of the tattoo? Are there other options? There are many other options, so they might not leave the skin looking as it did before the removal. One of those is surgical. It can excise the piece portion of skin where the tattoo is, and if it's not too big of a tattoo, it won't leave a huge scar. You can use dermabrasion, which has been around, uh, you know, in popular zeitgeist for um, facials and making you look younger, but it is uh, skin resurfacing by scraping off the epidermis using a rapidly rotating device. And so if you, again, if you don't have a big or dark tattoo, this could work. Interesting, salabrasion is dermabrasion by salt rubbing, and apparently that also works for small and light tattoos. And you could also do chemical removal, which is essentially what it sounds like, using chemicals to remove layers of skin that have the tattoo in them. Interestingly, some home remedies such as lemon, honey, yogurt, or aloe vera can work to remove fresh, tiny, and light tattoos. This makes sense if you think about all the products that are used to remove dead skin in the beauty industry, some of which are the same 
aloe vera, lemon, yogurt, but whichever method you choose, just make sure it's safe. So thank you for listening to this mini episode of Luxi. I found it particularly fascinating that tattoos are retained in the body by a constant recycling process by which cells die and the pigment is leaked out and new cells gobble it up. The glossary, one glossary word for this episode was capillary or capillary action, which is when liquid flows through a narrow space without the assistance of or even in opposition to external forces. And I think maybe the best cocktail party fact that you could use to impress people at your next cocktail party from this particular episode is if you notice somebody with a tattoo to ask them if they know that their tattoo is being constantly recycled. As always, a big thank you to my audio engineer, Demos. Our theme music is Harlequin Mood by Birdie. You can find us all over social media at LuxSidePod. And this week, please share this episode with someone you know who has a tattoo. They might find it interesting to know what their macrophages are doing with all that tattooing.